Hey, this is Jay. You're listening to Radio Rookies Podcast. These podcasts are stories created by teens previously broadcast on WNYC Radio. Radio Rookies teaches you the tools you need to create your own radio story. Radio Rookies helped me learn that the power of the mic is a beautiful thing. Now let's listen to real stories by New York City teens. There are thousands of homeless people in New York City, sleeping on grates, panhandling in the subway, hanging out on the streets. Sometimes we get to know them. Sometimes we do know them. In radio rookie Rizwan Aslam's Brooklyn, Pakistani neighborhood, one homeless man in his mid-60s got his attention. Last year, I was walking with my dad in my neighborhood, and my dad had pointed out this guy with the cane. He looked old, weak, and tired. My dad asked me, do you know who that is? And I said no. Then he just said, that's Bashir. A couple of months later, my dad told me to take food to the guy. I would just give it to him and try to get out of there quickly. Sometimes Bashir asked me about my family as if he knew them. I wanted to know more about him. Dad, can you talk a little about Bashir? No, I cannot talk about Bashir. I don't know anything. That's it. I think my dad was uncomfortable talking about Bashir. I didn't know why. So I just decided to ask Muhammad Razvi. Mo, yeah, how you doing, Mo? Mo's the director of well. the first Pakistani community center in my neighborhood. I just want to talk about that guy Bashir, that homeless guy. Yeah, absolutely. Mo knows I most of the people in my neighborhood. Do you know how he ended up homeless? Basically, he ended up homeless was because he had a stroke. He fell down. He lost consciousness. He was in the hospital for, I think it was a couple of months. And his landlord evicted him. So what was the first impression you got when you seen him? I felt bad for him. You know, he didn't have a place to sleep or stay. So he, you know, came to my dad's store and he stayed there. And basically that's what he's doing now. I'm at one of the stores right now where Bashir is sleeping in the back. They were cutting meat while Bashir was sleeping in the blue wheelchair that Mo had gotten for him. He doesn't need the wheelchair to get around. He uses a cane when he walks. And it takes about five seconds just to take a step. If I wasn't doing a story, I would have probably never tried to get to know Bashir. The first time I went to interview him, he just mumbled. How are you? I have to ask you something. How did it happen to you that you became homeless while living in a house? We mostly spoke in Urdu, our native language. At first it was hard to understand him, but now it's not so bad. Bashir told me that he has had four strokes and he's paralyzed on his right side. That is the reason why he slurs his words when he talks. Bashir said he never asks anyone for help. The store owners just look out for him. What do these people do for you? I eat here, I sit here, I eat in Bukhara, and I sit there. I have my breakfast in Punjab sweets, and I sit there. This is the help, isn't it? Or should they be singing lullabies for me? <laughs> my mom is a seamstress, and once or twice a month, my mom sews clothes at home for my little sister or for a friend of hers. My mom is like the opposite of my dad. She's pretty sweet, caring, and more busy than my dad, yet she finds time to talk to me. So I asked her about Bashir. 
और वो पहले क्या करता था No, I didn't know him that much, but he was an okay guy. When we came here earlier, we stayed with him for 15-20 days. He seemed an okay guy. When my mom told me that, I was just, yeah, okay. But later on, when I had gotten to know Bashir more, I started wondering why would he let us stay with him? And how does he go from letting people stay with him to living on the streets? <laughs> What do you want? Do you remember when I first came to America and I stayed in your house? Yes, I remember. What kind of boy was I? You were a little baby. I took you to Manhattan to a Greek coffee shop. And gave you a chocolate cake. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. I told him I remembered the, about the Greek coffee shop so he would feel happy. It was actually 12 years ago when we came from Pakistan to America. I stayed with Bashir for a couple of months. I was about five. I work in Indian South Jamaica. I now remember going with my dad to the restaurant Bashir used to work at. I was probably 10 then. I'm 17 now. That's the only memory of Bashir's past that has come back to me. Bashir had black hair, a thick mustache, and he looked younger. Ahmed Razvi, Mo's brother, told me things from Bashir's past I wish I kind of never found out about. I heard that he was really a bad guy. He never took care of anything. He never took care of his family. He was always boozing up, getting drunk every night. Work, 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 getting drunk. Like other people in my neighborhood, Bashir has family back in Pakistan. I was furious to hear that he had not taken care of them, that a guy who I felt sympathy for was not really a good person in the past. I thought he deserved to be homeless. That guy was probably teaching him a lesson. Maybe it would have been easier hearing it from him, but I just didn't feel like talking to him about that when I had gone to see him later that day. How was your childhood? My childhood was very good. Even now it's all right. With the blessings of God. Then tell me something about your childhood, if it was so good. My childhood was spent in Kashmir. What should I tell you about Tell me about one day in your life. One story about my wife. We were all young and spent our time playing among the sheep and goats. My age would be 14. And then I got married. And I have four kids. One son and three daughters. All are well. Mo told me he and a couple of guys offered Bashir to buy a ticket back to Pakistan, but he refused. Maybe because it was family problems, maybe not. The more Bashir told me about his past, the strokes, and how he had been stabbed and mugged coming back from the hospital one time, I didn't really care about the mistakes he had made. And it just got back to the way our relationship was before, when everything was okay. Bashir is almost a friend now. When I see him, I stop and talk. But if I'm with friends, I just say hi. Salam. Don't worry, I won't interview you today. I wish someone could help him more like get him a place to stay, you know, a real home. I'm like other people who say that they wish they could help him, but only wish and don't do much. Though now, I'm trying to help him with the little things. 
Like the other day, I saw him pushing his wheelchair, and I was like, he's going to take forever. So I helped him take his wheelchair to the store he was going to stay at. And in my religion, Islam, there's a required charity called Zakat. I'm saving up money for a car, and part of that money I will give a Zakat to Bashir on Eid, our religious holiday next month. It might be enough for him to get clothes. It might be enough for him to buy something he needs. Until then, I'll just help him out with his wheelchair and talk to him sometimes. For WNYC, I'm rookie reporter Rizwan Aslam. Radio Rookies is supported by Bay and Paul Foundations, Con Edison, Fred L. Emerson Foundation, National Endowment for the Arts, the Margaret Newbert Foundation, New York City Department of Cultural Affairs, the New York Times Company Foundation, Rockefeller Philanthropy Advisors, Helena Rubenstein Foundation, and Time Warner.